So in this part for QuickBooks, what we're going to talk about is we've gone through and talked a lot about different ways to go and record deposits, whether it's just like a strict grain sale or you've got a sale at a livestock barn and you've got to account for some feed and some vet bills. And we also went through and talked about the process of maybe you did some custom harvest or you did some custom bailing and you want to go through and create an invoice and then track those invoices using QuickBooks. The last thing that we're going to touch base on on here is what if I've received a payment for any one of those things and I've decided that I'm going to take it to the bank and deposit it, but I want cash back. So I'm not putting the full amount of the check into the bank account. I'm going to say take a $1,000 check, keep $400 of it for walking around money to buy lunch and other things that I need, and the remainder 600 is going to go into the bank account. So what does that look like? Well, as always, when we're starting out with this, we're going to start off with the home page. And again, this is talking about recording some sort of a deposit going into your bank account. And so on the right-hand side over in this banking section, we're going to go over and click on record deposit. And again, this is same, same little section that we've been dealing with for most all of these videos. Again, start with top left, work your way down. So we've got deposit two, we're putting into the farm checking account. Today's date, 11-24-2020. The memo, right now it's deposit. Again, try and be descriptive whenever you've got a memo section. And so what we're going to do for here is we're just going to say that we received, and we'll put down the co-op elevator, and we're going to say that we had some additional corn sales let's say that we sold a truckload so let's say we had a thousand bushel and it was at 405 per bushel so we've got a little bit of a description in the memo again if you've got more information like maybe you know if it's a load number you're keeping track of a contract go ahead and put that in there um, if you've got the check number that the co-op issued I would recommend putting that in there just so if you have to call and talk to them later on about something, you can quickly give them a reference that they can check. And so we've got the check number, we've got the payment as a check. Again, with class, if you remember back what we did when we set this class section up is we're keeping track of the year the grain was raised versus the year it was sold. And so for instance, I've got 2019 corn sold in 2019. I also have 2019 corn sold in 2020. We're gonna go ahead and say that this is a 2020 crop corn sold in 2020. So we'll click that as our class. We get over here to the amount. Again, if you don't like doing math in your head, QuickBooks will help you out with that. All we have to do is type in 1000 for how many bushels. We'll hit the times key and it'll pop up and show us that it's going to start doing a tape register. We want to take that times 4.05. We hit enter and then go ahead and add that in. So we've got all that stuff in there. We're going to go ahead and say now that that's the full deposit amount. That's what the check was for. We can have additional lines if we had some deductions that we want to check and, and keep track of. 
but for keeping this simple, what we're going to do is we're going to say this is the information that we need. We have $4,050. Now let's say that we want to go ahead and take some of that money out. There's two ways that you can go about this. One of them is the old school way and the other one's the new school way. And what I mean by the old school way is the old school way is Again, we're just going to stay up here in this section from received from from account. What we're going to do is we're going to go into here and we're just going to go in and say received from and whether it would be cash or whether it would be family living expense, we will have an account that we're drawing from. We'll have that this was again, it would be an owner's withdrawal. And so that would be towards the bottom of your section. Put a memo saying that, you know, took $300 out for, you know, walking around money. And then we would put a negative amount over here in the amount section to reduce that payment. For instance, if I just go ahead and say negative $300, you'll see that the deposit subtotal, what's actually going into the bank is less. So that's the old school way of doing it. Nothing wrong with doing it that way. That way makes a lot of sense. But QuickBooks does have a different route that they've put in. They kind of help with that. And probably by now you've already noticed it as we've been going through these. But if you go down to the bottom section, before we had been over here in the bottom right looking at the deposit subtotal, deposit total, and hitting save and new whenever we want to save an entry. On the left-hand side, of the bottom though, we've got this other thing going on. And basically it says to get cash back from a deposit, enter the amount below. So they already have it set up that if you're wanting to take money out of a deposit, you don't have to do all the stuff up above. We've just got three little boxes down here that we got to fit in. And so for instance, with this one, cash back goes to, well, this is an owner's draw account. And this might be different depending on how you've set up your books and how your operation um, handles things. It could be an owner's straw. It could be a family living expense. Um, it, it all depends on, you know, whether you've set up as a partnership or a sole proprietor. If you're set up as an S corp or a corporation, how this might end up getting used. But for our purposes, what we're going to do is we're just going to say that it's either a sole proprietorship or a partnership, and we got an owner's draw account. And the cashback memo, again, if we want to put something in there to help us remember, we can go ahead and put that information in there. But then really the only other thing you need is how much. And again, I said we were going to take 300 out when we were doing the other section. So I'll go ahead and just put 300 in. Go ahead and click out of that box, and what you'll see now is the deposit subtotal over here on the right hand side is $4,050. So that is the subtotal of what the check transaction was. It's kind of had, <coughs> excuse me, it's kind of handy having it this way if you've got multiple entries up here, say that you are keeping track of moisture docks and trucking and some other stuff, and, and you want to be able to put the full amount of what the sale was, but then have the reductions according to what was removed from the check. If you do it this way, the way that we've done it right now, you can use the top part and the deposit subtotal 
to track and make sure that you've got those entries in correctly and that they match the amount of the check. And then you can use this bottom section where we're doing the cash back amount in order to make sure that we've got the actual deposit total what got put in the bank in properly. And so we're taking 300 off that, 3750. We've got it. So we're just gonna go ahead and hit save and close. And so now the transaction's been recorded and just like we've done with everything else, it's the end of the day. I wanna make sure that everything's posted properly. And so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go over here into docs and we're just going to, oh, not docs, reports. We're gonna go into reports and we're just gonna pull up and check and make sure that everything that was recorded is in its proper accounts. And so if you've been following along, you're probably already ahead of me and you're thinking, well, the first thing we need to look at is that was a grain sale. And so that's gonna be in the profit and loss report. And so let's just go ahead and pull up the profit and loss detail report and we'll run it. And what do you know, what do we got right here? We've got a deposit in the corn for 11-24-2020, that's today's date. We've got a check number to the co-op elevator We've got that 1,000 bushel for 2020 crop, and we've got that $4,050. So now if you want, you can scroll up and down on this, but what you're probably gonna notice is, is well, where does the 300 show up? Well, the 300 has nothing to do with profit and loss. That was a withdrawal. And so we need to go ahead and get out of profit and loss of detail and go back into the report center and think about this for a second. So the grain sale was a profit and loss. And so we've earned money and we've put it into the business. At that point in time, it's classified as an asset. So cash is an asset. And what we're doing is, is we're reducing cash and taking it out for our personal use. And so assets, liabilities, owner's equity, owner's withdrawal, owner's equity, those are all balance sheet statement items. And so what we need to do is we need to go ahead and scroll down in the report section. And what we'll end up finding is if you scroll down far enough, we'll get down to a section called balance sheet and net worth. We've pulled one of these reports before, but we need to go ahead and run the balance sheet detail report. And so we'll go ahead and click run and get through that little pop-up screen. And so now what we've got going on is we've got um, a detailed list of assets, liabilities, and owner's equity and the transactions that tied to those instances. And so you'll also notice when we're sitting here is, again, we did deposit some money when we deposited that grain, didn't we? And so that was a cash asset, current asset. And so that needs to show up on the balance sheet as well. And so if we look under current assets and go down here on 1124, we deposited $3,750. So it's splitting part of it correctly, but we also wanna check and make sure that the owner's equity is showing the 300. And so let's just go ahead and scroll down on this report and take a look here and we get down to, here we go, owner's draw account under the equity section. We've got an owner's draw account on 1124, we took out 
And so we've got both of the profit and loss section showing correctly. We've got that grain sale. We go into the balance sheet and we're showing the cash assets increasing. We're showing the um, owner's withdraw and owner's equity. And so we've got everything recorded properly and we're good to go. So that's just kind of a quick and dirty example of if you've got, you know, again, a deposit where you're wanting to deposit most, but not all of the check amount or the cash amount into your, your savings or checking account at the bank, and you're wanting to keep the rest of it for other purposes and other uses, that's how you go through and get that put in there. And so that's going to kind of take care of what we're going to talk about in terms of recording deposits. For the next sections, we're going to start going into talking a little bit about writing checks, the check register, and some of that information. So thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video.